This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your source to healthy living. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me today. We all struggle with the idea that we are not where we need to be in our lives, our career path, our relationships, financially. It can be so stressful and exhausting to be in this mind frame. My guest today is here to help us navigate this chatter that happens within us. Joining me is Erica Corman, world-renowned psychic medium, author, former New York psychotherapist. She's going to share with us her inspirational story of transformation and her personal journey from darkness to light. Thank you so much for being here, Erica. Hi there, Claudia. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm so thrilled to talk to you because... What I love about you is that you are no different than the rest of us. You are struggling to find that inner calm and that universal wisdom that'll help us feel better about the pace of our growth. So tell us, how does that work? How did that work for you? Yeah, I guess I'm happy to say I am not currently struggling. Um, Although, yes, I'm still a human living every day in this crazy world. Um, But due to all of the inner work and everything I've learned, I think I was struggling almost my whole entire life until the past five to 10 years, just based on um, the different types of levels of healing work I've done. So I'm happy to say I found so many ways not to struggle and I'll find my inner peace and calm after tons of trauma and, you know, scatteredness, ungroundedness, not knowing me, not loving me. And I have the techniques and the tools to get out of it quick. Um, As I say that, I think about yesterday when or two days ago when I spoke to you on the phone briefly and I was in my calm, serene, beautiful place. I just thought of this and everything was wonderful. Um, And then the next day, you know, I'm in Miami. We had this crazy storm, no internet. I didn't have cellular. I didn't have anything. And I'm texting you. I don't know if I could do the show. And I really did get out of it for a little bit. But it's about regrouping, recentering, back to me, uh, loving me, calm down, Erica, meditating. And I get back really, really quick with all my techniques versus in the past, maybe I'd spiral for days, which many people do. And I did most of my life. And I love that you talk about loving yourself. I feel like that is one of the most important things. And I'm pretty sure, and I know we've discussed that that's kind of your mission. Your mission is to teach us to really love ourselves, self-love, self-care. Let's, let's talk about that. Obsessed with it. I do think that is other than being a medium and loving that work and healing through that modality. My passion beyond is the self-love. I'm a believer that self-love will heal the world. Um, When you love yourself, you are not shooting up schools, grocery stores. You, right? You are not bombing the world or all this insanity that's going on. I know that sounds crazy comparing it to that, um, but, but it's so important. Everything starts from within. Nothing is anybody else's responsibility. Self-love is always a journey. You can always go deeper and deeper and deeper. There's a difference between self-love and self-care, you know, eating healthy, all the things you talk about, all the wellness, which is so important. And it, you know, kind of goes along. Definitely the self-love, they go hand in hand. But the self-love I'm really talking about is an inner 
loving of you. Just to give an example, one of my practices that I just did that I learned from my spiritual teachers um, is, is looking in the mirror, gazing in my eyes for as long as you can. I do about two minutes. You could do 30 seconds and just loving and appreciating you and saying positive, loving affirmations to you. I did it 20 minutes ago changes your world in your life. If you could do that every day for 30 seconds, let me know <laughs> on my Instagram what happened after. Um, so that's just, you know, one of the practices. The other thing that, you know, we're all moving so fast. You know, I, I'm from New York City. I live in Miami now, just a little slower, but just the world in general is so fast. Throughout your day, like someone like you and most people listening, busy, busy days and this one's and we both have kids and blah, 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 blah checking in with you. How, I use my name. How are you doing, Erica? What do you need? People do not do that. Oh, oops, I need a snack. My blood sugar gets low. I forgot to eat. Um, I just need a five minutes to take a break and breathe. I need to turn off this phone. <laughs> I need to take a walk. It's tuning in and questioning. One of my spiritual teachers, it's just, you know, when you have some of those quotes or some of those moments where your brain just lights up, this one did it for me. He said, self-love is paying attention to the self. Yeah. And I feel like we should kind of talk about it and expand on it a little bit more because I think a lot of us don't understand the self-love and checking in with the self because we're so used to checking in on everyone else, but knowing what you need in that moment. And I'm guilty as I'm as guilty as the next person, I don't check in with myself enough. I just go, 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 do, do, do. And I'm learning that it's it's not the best space to live in, right? It's It's not good to not understand what your needs are. So let's talk about when you finally start doing that, what can we expect? What should be the answer to yourself and how can we feel? Great question. So the goal or my goal or the goal I like to teach that I've found creates the most peace because my goal is peace. And after having a lot of trauma and unpeace for so many years, um, what you expect and what you get is alignment, which is being aligned with everything that feels good to you. I guess a flow. Sorry, you're in a flow when you start taking care of you. And actually putting you first is one of the least selfish things you could do. You could only give from a filled up cup. I, I got to the point where I was so depleted, um, running, going, doing, kids, uh, postpartum depression, not sleeping good, getting sick all the time, right? There's nothing to give to you or anyone else. Once you reverse all of that, put you first, fill up your cup, take care of you, love you, you feel amazing and you have more to give everywhere. What you're saying, I'm trying to relate to my own life in that when I'm overtired and overworked, which I tend to do that to myself, then I'm not as patient with the other things in my life. But when I start to really love myself, then I have more patience and I'm much more productive. And I think that's like the linear relationship. You're feeling better. You're loving yourself. You find that you're more productive. And that's, I mean, that's the whole point of all of this is to be productive in your own life. And to feel good and to be happy and to, because there's a lot of productive people that aren't feeling good, right? And they produce a lot. The next thing just I wanted to share, just self-compassion. You know, I've had to do a lot of inner child 
work where I have so much compassion and forgiveness for myself, treating myself awfully or not respecting myself in situations in my life for so many years. Yeah, you're a great example. You give and you have so much compassion and empathy and love for others. All of that needs to be turned on you first. It's not a bad thing to have all of that for others. That's beautiful. But we've all forgotten our whole society, the world. I wish our kids were being taught this, you know? It's so important. There is such a disconnect. And and this idea that everything comes outside of you, the love, the attention, the accolades, the this or that, it actually, that is very fleeting and that goes away. So the self-love and the giving yourself love and attention and I'll tell myself, I'm so proud of you, Erica, for writing this book. I don't can't expect it from everyone else and they get mad if I don't get things from anyone else. It's it's interesting because we all have that negative self-talk. We all go through this. How do we stop that negative self-talk? I call it chatter because it's just this like useless chatter that we all do. How do we get rid of it? Or how do we try to stop it or change it? I still work on that daily because um, it's so ingrained in us for so many years from society. My number one answer to most things besides really loving the self is doing some sort of meditation practice, whatever that looks like for you. I just really breathe and see the breath throughout my body. But during that, I'm saying a lot of positive affirmations to myself. The more you start doing this and being aware of your thoughts and the chatter and the things you are saying and stopping, it'll flow more um, and you'll be aware and you'll catch it. But but the other thing I do want to say about affirmations, which I do think are great, you can't cover up all this, you know, I'm, I'm a strong believer or not into all this like, Pretend nothing happened and just be positive Woo! and say, I'm beautiful. I love myself. I'm a badass. I don't believe in that. I do believe. And I'm also I only ever speak from experience and, you know, years and years of inner work that I've done that feeling your feelings, you know, whether you are rageful, whether you are so sad, whether you're so depressed, whatever it is, I've felt it all. I've been through the darkest of the dark um, and I know how miserable it is. And I was suicidal a couple of times in my life to um, really, really feel it and allow it to come um, and then just keep loving yourself through it. Uh, we spend so much time avoiding these feelings, and I did it too, whether it's alcohol, sex, food, numbing ourselves out with really anything, people, um, so many other things. And it just really stays there. Like it's not, it's not going anywhere because you went outside. So my advice, even though it's very hard at first, but it gets easier and easier and more amazing and you feel better and better. I'm living proof. If you allow it and you sit with it, um, I'm not saying if you're suicidal, don't get help or professional treatment, of course. Um, but I'm saying just to allow the difficult stuff. I don't even call it you know, uh, the difficult stuff to come up, arise, feel it and just love, forgive, have compassion for yourself. And through me, yeah, meditation, I would say is I, I can't even imagine what I would be like if I didn't meditate every day. And I feel like so many of us have been there and are waiting to come from the darkness to the light. When we come back, more on Erica's book, All Is Well, You Are Exactly Where You're Meant to Be. 
This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 1059 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Eric and I were discussing how we must understand ourselves feel those feelings, feel the emotions, but most importantly, love ourselves. This is something that is hard for us to, you know, think of. I mean, the idea of me looking at myself in the mirror, even for 30 seconds a day and just telling myself how much I love myself sounds amazing, but I know it's going to be difficult and I am going to try it. But I think one of the things that I love about your book is First of all, the title, All is Well. I mean, even just hearing those three words is such comfort to me. Yeah, I literally started to cheer up hearing you say the title. Um, We haven't spoken yet about my abilities and that I'm a medium and a psychic and I'm always channeling. And I think that is a voice I always heard, even when I knew, when I didn't know I had these abilities, there was something, God, universe, source, divine, whatever you want to call it, always in the back of my head, I knew all as well. And I knew if I just hung in there and I was exactly where I was meant to be, whether it was running from the Twin Towers or some of this other stuff I experienced that you could read in my book, not while I was going through some really awful traumatic stuff, but I would hear a voice. I'm realizing it. That's why I started to tear up um, that all as well. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And that is the truth for everyone, that there is a much larger plan that we as earthlings here on this planet know about. We, we plan it Oh, I know this to be true. Not everyone needs to believe in this, but that's OK. I'm going to share what I know to be true from the thousands of people that have passed that I've spoken to and from channeling these higher realms of angels, source, um, the universe, that we plan it all out before we get here, <laughs> what we need to learn in this lifetime. And not exactly how we need to learn it, because actually when we get here, there's so much going on in Earth. You know, there's just, it's not exact and it's hard, but our soul knows the lessons that we need to learn. If we learn them quick, we move pretty fast. We are all exactly on our, I'm sure you could relate to this as I talk, thinking of your whole life. We are all exactly on our journey where we're supposed to be. And we're not late. (laughs) We're not, you know, I know you and I have had talks, you know, about, you know, starting things late, you know, we wouldn't be where we are at now hadn't we done, hadn't we experienced or done all we've done before. It's really trusting in the universe and knowing um, that there is a greater plan that we actually picked and decided on before we came here. Um, And then everything is exactly how it's meant to be. When I read that and I read like, you know, you are exactly where you're meant to be. I I felt like, like you, hearing those words is just encouragement in itself. But it's a hard thing for us to understand when you're going through life. I mean, it's a journey. There are going to be great days. There are going to be bad days. There are going to be, you know, phenomenal days. And there's going to be some really dark times. So putting things in perspective and saying, you know, this is where I'm meant to be is great, but it's not easy to digest. 
And I'm sure with you, this was what the journey was, right? You went from the darkness to the light. Can we talk a little bit about that? I would say my initial first trauma was losing my mom as a teenager. You know, my world upside down, um, not a lot of support or help, totally lost, no guidance really felt alone my whole life. But what I've learned, even from rereading my book, the traumas build up. So when you never get to the root or really work on the initial ones, for me, you know, it just led me into a spiral. And also we attract everything in our life for what we need to learn. But when you're in a low, depressed place, that's what you attract. So then other things started happening, not good. And it just got worse and worse and worse until, you know, which I'm sure many of the people listening here today and you um, have had a spiritual awakening. I've had maybe thousands. <laughs> it keeps happening, but that's just deeper and deeper levels of um, just this beautiful awareness that there's a bigger picture than you know, your traumas and your struggles and that there's so much good awaiting and just seeing things in a different way than you used to see them. And, you know, just it feels different for everyone. That's why it's hard to put into words. But that started happening to me. You know, I found different modalities of healing. I've had different mentors along the way. I switched being in some sort of psychotherapy to much more intense healing work, which is deep inner child healing and loving the self type of work and more psychic spiritual work um, as I did that professionally. I write in my book because I was a psychotherapist that whoever that works for, that is wonderful. Um, for me, the more spiritual healing work is quicker and makes more sense to me. How do we understand and how do we put in perspective that there, this is part of our journey and to not be so afraid that we are not where we're meant to be, that we should have done this five years ago. Believe it, it's hard to explain that to you until you start getting on this path. And who's ever listening to this, everything is meant to be, is meant to be here and is listening to this and somehow on this path and interested in this. And I hope they do read my story because it starts to happen naturally when you do the self-love, when you do the meditation. When you start realizing the signs that you like brush off as like, oh, that was a crazy, crazy coincidence. There are no coincidences. And you start believing in them, you will get more of them. You know, I have so many friends and clients that are sending me all these synchronicities that happen in their life, which is what people call coincidences. I think it's amazing. But once you get in this groove and in this vibe that happens all day, every day, and it's there to show you you're on the right path, I'm sure you've had them. That as well as thinking your loved ones are talking to you. They are. You know, a lot of times I just come in as medium. I, you know, I share deep, beautiful messages, but a lot of it is confirming um, people, you know, because it is pretty wild idea out there. I'm the first person to say it, and I resisted it for so long until I couldn't anymore, um, you know, that our loved ones are speaking to us, but I'm the first one to say they are. It's starting to tune in and believe in all of this stuff, and then it happens naturally. So if you close it off and you're so closed, that's what you're going to get, you know, and that's OK. Not everyone is at the same place, the same level, believes in this, wants this. But if you're open to it, the universe will give you um, will 
what you want and need and show you how to trust and have faith in it and how even the very difficult, you know, I have a thing when people say the bad, because yes, it doesn't feel good. A lot of this stuff and I've experienced much loss in my life and much pain, um, but I could see now everything's a lesson and you are exactly where and what you're meant to, you know, be and learn. I love it. And you made a really, you said something that always resonates with me. And it's the phrase when you're open to it, right? We have to be open to the lessons of the universe and to the, and to have like faith in where you want to be, how you're getting there, because it's not a direct route. You don't just hop on a highway and get from A to B. There's lots of little twists and turns in the road. What are your thoughts on trying to, and I work on this myself every day, just trying to enjoy the moment and trying to enjoy the journey? Yeah. One of my <laughs> biggest favorite teachers that I study and read almost daily is Eckhart Tolle. It's all about just being, you know, I feel like I'm saying the same answer every day. It's back to the meditation and the presence and catching yourself. So because I've worked on this so long, it's not going to happen the first time you try. I'm able to catch myself when I spiral about all this future stuff. You know, the future doesn't exist, nor does the past. <laughs> they really don't. The future, obsessing over the future produces anxiety Obsessing over the past leads to a lot of depression. The present leads to peace. So it's just keep bringing back, you know, trying, like I said, this is a practice, to bring your presence back to the moment. You know, a good way to do this also is through, which I know you're a big fan of, being in the body and physical activity, exercise, yoga is wonderful, even walks in nature and just noticing everything in the present and nature is so healing, but really in the body, back to the present, back to the now. And I like that you said another couple of things. So the past makes you feel depressed. Worrying about the future is going to create anxiety. So kind of just living in that moment and really trying to like be aware of what is happening in that moment. I've really worked on and I find that that gives you the best results when you're just focusing on the now. Doesn't mean you don't have to do the work that you've done, right? You've had years of work and I love the fact that you combine your psychotherapy practice, your mediumship, you're bringing the two worlds together to heal yourself and to help heal the world. That is my mission and my goal. Your book. Let's talk about your amazing book. I feel like everybody who writes a book and who expresses their story and shares it with the universe has an ultimate goal in mind, has a mission behind this book. What do you hope people gain from reading your story? I think when I originally started and I didn't know what the hell I was doing and I was like, how am I sharing all this personal stuff um, with other people, like very intimate things like being raped as a teenager and so many other awful things. And I have children and, you know, people that just know me as my kid's mom might read all my stuff like, oh, my God. Um, and I didn't really know what my mission or purpose was. I knew I was being channeled and told over and over I had to get it out there because there were times I wanted to stop. And now it's funny when I think about it. Um just to inspire, it was really just to inspire anyone that it does inspire. And, and I've already received that feedback. And it's, I think the most beautiful thing um, that's come back to me is that there's been random people in my life, some I haven't been in touch with for 25 years, I went to high school with, 
and they saw it and they got it and they bought it for a friend and then they wanted to have a session with me. And um, I think that's been really, and it inspired them. I think that's been really beautiful. So the mission overall is just to touch, help, inspire anyone that it's meant to reach. I love it. Thank you so much, Erica. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. I'm so excited for your book to make leaps and bounds into, and even if it changes the perspective and somebody's idea on how to live their best life, I think that's, you know, a gift in itself. So thank you for joining me today. But if listeners want to learn more about you or buy your book, how can they do that? Yeah, my book is on Amazon. All is well. You're exactly where you're meant to be um, under my name, Erica Corman. My website, if you would like a personal session with me, I do individual mediumship sessions and then also spiritual guidance counseling um, as well as larger groups really all over the world or country, um, wherever you want, focusing on mediumship, self-love, other spiritual topics we could discuss is ericacorman.com. And then my Instagram is at Erica Corman. We are in the middle of starting a YouTube page now um, with some of my talks and stuff. Same thing under my name. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. And you can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or my website, ClaudiaMachiella.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Google, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me. I hope this helps you live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.